Welcome to a special segment of Below the Void. I'm here with my good friend Dana. Say hello. Hi. Uh, and today she's going to give me a tarot reading. Do you want to explain what uh, what this deck is? Tarot reading again because I'm back. <laughs> um, so I was directed to this specific tarot deck by a good friend of mine and um, it's specifically geared towards past life readings. So you can read it as a basic tarot deck, or you can read it for past lives. So to give an example, each of the cards either have a experience or a place or time, and you kind of go from there. And I'm I'm interested in the past life portion of it. <laughs> um, so how how do we go about about doing that? Well, we're gonna lay some cards down and figure out where you were, but. There's a few Excellent. things I kind of want to know first Okay. as a tarot reader. Do you have any experiences that maybe led you to believe about past lives? Like, what is your general belief on past lives, I guess, is where we should probably start. Okay, so uh, I think I have more of, like, a, like, karmic belief in past lives. Like, I, I feel like I don't specifically think, like, I don't know if I was ever another person but i feel like any sort of creator that would make an entity that is aware of its existence whose consciousness ends at death is sort of cruel so in my worldview i feel like there has to be a continuation of your i get i don't want to sound hokey but like your spirit i guess and i think that's sort of where it comes from so like uh, I don't know. I feel like if you lead a shitty life, then you'll have... If you do shitty things to people, then you'll have a bad life next time. And it's kind of cyclical like that. But I think the only reason I believe that is because I love the concept of justice. And <laughs> uh, and I don't know. I, I don't know. That, that's kind of where I'm at. Don likes the hammer of justice. <laughs> I like the hammer of justice, gosh darn it. <laughs> um. That's, that's interesting that you have the very, like, karmatic perspective. Um, do you have... I know once we talked about, like, phobias and stuff, and I had mentioned yeah. to you that some phobias that are just bizarre about yourself can actually... You know, there's a belief that, like, actually being can be linked to a past life. Do you yep. think that you have any phobia that would... So, there... I think it was Unsolved Mysteries did a segment of a guy who had this horrible uh, claustrophobia... And he went into, um, like, hypnotherapy and ended up turning into, like, a past life regression where he um, was a sailor who died on a ship, like, in close quarters. And the interesting thing about that case was, like, he knew the name of the person, knew what boat he was on, knew the name of his family members and things while he was under hypnosis. Things that were later verified to be accurate, which is crazy. Like, mm -hmm. that's a... 
really cool, crazy thing. And I have a lot of weird phobias that don't necessarily seem super interconnected. But like in that scenario, I am claustrophobic. Um, I'm afraid of water. I don't like tight spaces, obviously, or open spaces. Um, I don't like heights. I don't like uh, the highway. I don't like spiders. So, I mean, there's a lot. Okay, of... first of all, fuck spiders. No, okay, <laughs> I love spiders. I think they're super cool. They scare the shit out of me, though. I mean, I love that they eat mosquitoes, but they need to stay out of my house. <clears throat> yeah. Also, when... Unsolved Mysteries was terrifying as a child. <laughs> Dude, it holds up. It's <laughs> like the whole series is on YouTube. Like, it's awesome. You should check it out. Yeah, it's been a while. It'd be really interesting to come back as like a, an adult and see that the cool thing is they the company okay sorry sidetrack <laughs> the company that puts put them on youtube is like a actual legitimate production company and they in like 2013 they digitized everything to put it on there and they actually like did updates on things so like if the case was unsolved when the show was done they'll do an update and be like oh in 2008 this person was caught and the case was closed that's cool it's awesome they show you updates although it's also really sad when you see a a really tragic case that you're hoping has an update and then it doesn't you're like oh yeah no <laughs> anyways well, unsolved mysteries <clears throat> is cool it is cool what i was gonna say though about past lives is it's interesting that you're talking about the guy who went through regression hypnosis the other interesting thing is is that there is an astounding amount of experiences like that with kids not so much through hypnosis but kids just remembering their past lives yeah and um or kids just knowing things that they couldn't possibly know i mean we all know that kids absorb everything my kids especially <laughs> but um they there have been so many recordings of kids talking about past lives when it's like how they couldn't possibly know that it's this, right. I think um, it's very similar to near death experiences and how there's actually an astounding amount of recordings of near death experiences. Yeah. And I think it's really important for people to talk about this stuff because although we may not understand it fully ever, it's still the more people that bring, bring it forward and talk about it, the more experiences that we have to look at and the more experiences that we have to learn from. So. Right. And I, I just, I don't like, living like I have I have a very logical mind I try to explain everything in a logical fashion but it's so fucking boring it is <laughs> like I, I just I, I subscribe to the Fox Mulder school of I want to believe so fucking <laughs> I know I do too roll sure. those fucking dice lay them cards down woman I'm I will say I'm definitely a strong believer in science I vaccinate my kids and everything but <laughs> But I do very strongly believe we are not meant to know everything because that's just arrogant. It's so, also cruel. I want to know everything. God dang it. You know what happens? You go to know everything and your head explodes like in. Um, uh, why are we blanking on the name? Oh, Crystal Skull. King of Chris oh. Crystal Skull. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Or you can open the Ark of Truth and your skin can melt off. So it's just not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Or I could drink from the wrong grail and age to a skeleton instantly. <laughs> I, I'm, uh. It's funny that you had a, a, when you were a kid, were afraid of Temple of Doom because that scene from Last Crusade where he ages really fast and turns into a skeleton, that fucking freaked me out when you I was You had to bring up Temple of Doom. Notice I was specifically avoiding mentioning that movie. <laughs> well, you brought up Indiana Jones. Come I know, on. But you come know on. I can't pass up the opportunity to point out that 
you hated that movie so much <clears throat> that you destroyed your brother's copy that, of it. You just, damn it. You know, my brothers, are, <laughs> they're going to be like, that's right. Take her down a peg. So I I'm guess just saying just, if you had done that to my VHS tape, I would have been very irate. Okay, so full story for the listeners. I basically got terrified of Temple of Doom when they were about the guy's heart. And then I <laughs> basically disemboweled the tape and buried it in the front yard. And my brothers found it like two weeks later and they have still yet to forgive me and we're in our thirties. So, <laughs> some, I guess some wounds never heal. I guess Don just had to point out how much of a dick he is. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> okay. So let's get into your past life. See if you were a dick then. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, I, uh, I need to say for the record, um, I told Mr. B we were doing this and he says he thinks I was an armadillo in a past life. So. I don't know what he's basing that on, but that is his estimate. Probably bullshit as usual. Probably. <laughs> okay. You, I'm going to get a text from him when this episode goes up. It just goes, hey, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> oh, he should have seen that coming, though. Yeah. So I would riffle shuffle these, but I'm a little bit worried about doing it on the table with the... Yeah. No, you, the... I, I've been watching you shuffle these for a half an hour. If they're not <laughs> shuffled by now, it's not meant to be. No, you got to shuffle them while you're... That's part of tarot. You have to shuffle oh. them while you're thinking about the intent. It's right. Okay. From your village witch here. Um, what is my intent? To know your past life. If there's any past life we can connect to. Oh, right. Okay. Got it. Right. Hold on. Let me clear my mind. I'm just... Get, move that to the forefront. Just gonna... Um, not riffle shuffle because I'm worried about the table, but... I hope the, the sound of the card shuffling comes through in the audio because it's very soothing. See, this you is can... legitimate ASMR. I was going to say, I think I might have brought this up the last time we did tarot, but you could do a tarot ASMR channel where you just like just the sound of the cards constantly. and like. I'm too. Just lightly whispering. I can't. What the cards are. I can't do ASMR. First of all, I don't understand it myself. And second of all, I just start laughing. You could try. <clears throat> oh, you got some jumpers. Sorry about that. We are fumigating <laughs> next week. <laughs> that was a really stupid <clears throat> joke. Why did you laugh at that? Because sometimes I laugh at your stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, that not was, let, that I'm, was, I'm not letting you go a shit tonight. No, that, that was the perfect moment for you to have just made me fucking stew in it. Like, just not say anything. Just let it linger and make me feel Sometimes like Sometimes if I make that terrible laugh, human. it means that I'm just like, that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, you gave me an out, though, with the laugh. That's the thing. I, so if I'm you just want kinda... the stupid jokes to stop, you gotta... Okay, I know there's no stopping that. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's like a free train. It's not gonna happen. Okay, so I just kind of intuitively pulled cards. We're going to pull them up. We're going <clears> to <throat> flip them over, and we're going to do our best to decide. Okay, them. so we are, before we... We have six of them. D didn't we do three last time? Yeah. Okay, so we, we have more but cards not, this time. Yeah, we're not doing a just basic... This is a, So this is a whole, a whole different type. Yeah. Interesting. Well, okay. I feel like with past life... With the past life reading, you can't just do three cards, honestly. you you got to go bigger... Because there's just so much information that you need to know. And we'll... I'm, I'm a little bit... 
um, apprehensive because this is the first time I've worked with this deck with this type of um, system, but we'll see kind of how this goes. So yes, let's do it. Bear with me. This is the first card I drew, so I'm going to flip this over. What is that? The plague. You know, oh. I just mentioned that. Excellent. The plague. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So I think... Okay, so... Hmm. Interesting. All right. We're going to... Oh, okay. Okay. I'm... Ooh, I am definitely... Okay. I identify with this indigenous woman card. <laughs> okay. So we have six cards here. They are the plague, sun, Korea, Spain, loss, and indigenous woman. And if um, if you guys, if you want me to read off, because each card in this deck specifically has two different meanings because it's for past lives. So they'll have the traditional tarot meaning on the card and then they'll have the past life meaning, which is different. Right, right. Um, the interesting part is, is that there are two places. Right. Because so, uh, I was going to say, I saw you flip Korea and I'm like, and then there's Spain, Korea. That's interesting. I really love Korean revenge movies, but that's pretty much it. Uh, um, in Spain, Spain, it's weird, it's weird, man. <laughs> I, I don't feel really any connection to Spain, but here, let me tell you something. Sun, I am a sun, so <laughs> I, I, I recognize this one. Plague, I am a plague, I get that. Um, loss, I've experienced some, we all have. And like I said, this indigenous woman, I feel like it, in it's, my spirit is that animal. what's you inside yeah indigenous so the world. indigenous woman what is that it's a queen of uh that is queen of pentacles of pentacles yep. okay interesting um i think it's funny that you keep associating it with your current life we're not talking about your current life <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna try and piece this together as much as i possibly can here. good luck with that one um Basically, the loss comes from, obviously, the plague. Um, I think what you lost in the past life was a, uh, offspring. So this is why that oh, sun So that's where the sun here. card comes from? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, I almost think that you had a slave woman. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a... A pretty nasty accusation to throw around. Or she was your wife. Maybe you married an indigenous woman and you guys... <laughs> Although well, historically... <clears throat> Spain has a storied history of conquering other people. So that could, that could easily factor into that. But that leaves this guy right here. Korea. Well, here's the thing. Maybe that's where I got the plague. Maybe. <laughs> or where my son got the plague. Well, it would make more sense. I'm not entirely sure how far the Black Plague traveled, to be honest. I didn't think it was really prevalent in the East, but... No, it was in it was only Europe. It was, yeah. Um, I don't know if it really was in Spain. So, that's kind of interesting. Well, there was the Spanish flu, so maybe it's not that far back. Maybe it's not necessarily the Black Plague. Maybe right. it's just yeah, maybe a it's, plague, maybe an, illness. It's an illness. That's the interesting thing about this. Is that also, the plague could be the Spanish. <laughs> I mean, if you're an indigenous people and, and Spain's I mean, coming to conquer you, I mean, well, it wouldn't necessarily need to be like a disease plague. It could be. 
a threat of some kind. Right. Because um, this, this is the, the, the tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the so plague we, card is equal to the tower, which we talked about last time. Is usually a card you don't want to see. Well, the tower it's basically a, It's is, a pretty ominous thing. Yeah, it's pretty much... There's going to be a dramatic shift. Something in your life is going to change, and it's going to change very suddenly, and it's not generally going to feel good. Because a lot of the times when things like that happen to us, it doesn't feel good. It feels right. terrible. And... Most of so the that, time, I mean, yeah, that you're kind of thinking it just makes sense that it ties into the lost card, yeah. and I I agree with you because that's kind of where my mind went right away was the loss and son. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that you that you were from Spain, and this indigenous woman card had to do with that. Because they're right next to each other in the spread. I'm thinking that the plague and Korea and loss are right next to each other. So these are connected. Because that's the interesting thing about tarot is that you need to kind of create a narrative. So the cards that are close to each other are what's going to be the next page in the story, basically. Right, okay. So I'm thinking that you probably must have had an experience in Korea... That created some sort of shift in your life that brought about loss. And that was when you lost, for say, an offspring, which would be your son. And... Now, let me ask you this. Can one of these... Car- could, like, could the indigenous woman... Could that be me? Or is that not the way this is supposed you. to work? It could be you. Um, I, I honestly am not feeling that it is. Um, I just... I, I mean... I feel that it's not. I feel that it is. But it's not against the rules of the no. of this tarot system. No. Um, it could very it could very well be you. I'm just kind of trying to go by like my intuition, and um, I honestly feel that this is a spouse. I think it's a okay. spouse. I really do. Um, I, I like that better than slave. <laughs> I know. If, I was if trying I, to pull your chain. If if I if I could be honest with you there. Yeah, I think it's your spouse. I think it was your spouse. Um, well, let me tell you, she is a looker. I was a lucky dude. You know what? I what? actually, I, I think you were from Korea and she was from Spain. That's what I think, because these two cards are next to each other. And thus, um, Spain and the indigenous woman. So, so I'm, I, I'm trying to look up right now. I, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want, it's, just, it's driving me nuts. I want to see what sort of historical interactions Spain and Korea have had, because I feel like there probably is some. Like I said, Spain. Oh, boy, did they like to conquer. <laughs> okay. Um, so, no, p- please, please keep, keep going. Yeah, it's... <sighs> Sometimes I do think that this deck would be a little bit more beneficial to me if my history was... My history knowledge was vast and fantastic, but <laughs> I basically sometimes just it's more by... it's more fun to be able to make up stuff, right? <laughs> like the whole point of of tarot is to find meaning to you, like not yep, necessarily exactly. what what is historically possible. And I was just speaking with a close friend today, and she was basically saying, "Don't get too hung up on the traditional what you see before you, because a lot of the times." It goes so much further than that. And that's the that's the thing that I've always found 
fantastic about tarot is that you know it can it can really expand a lot and most people look at it thinking like oh you're trying to tell the future but very rarely are you at least in this case we're trying to look into the past but <clears throat> most of the time i tend to go to tarot to clear my headspace have a different perspective often when i throw down cards and flip them over i it's well have you thought about looking at the problem this way or maybe there this person that you're thinking about that could have harmed you or is causing you turmoil is is feeling this way you know it's it's almost like talking to a therapist it's so it looks like i i can't find any like military action but it sounds like there's a, a decent korean population in spain so they are connected in some way so I'm sure it could have honestly just been through nomadic living too. Is the other thing that I so thought about. Uh, when you when you kind of feel this, are you thinking this was like distant, distant past? Yeah. Okay. Um. What I am feeling is probably I would say like. 14 or 1300s maybe even beneath like past further back past that that's just kind of what i'm feeling um that's interesting i really kind of have to rely on a lot of what pops in my head <laughs> intuition. Well, that's kind of the point right <laughs> yep, yeah, intuition, you, yeah. You, you need to intuit yep work the, that intuition but yeah that's basically what i'm feeling is that this was quite some time ago um so it's not a recent, it's, I mean, I personally do believe that your past lives can be relatively recent. I think that some people can die and then basically reincarnate rather quickly or, or they can take some time. It just depends on what they need to learn, what their lessons are. And um, I have somewhat of a karmatic view about it as you do, but it's, I don't think... I don't think that if you do wrongdoing in a past life that you will have chromatic retribution in the next life. I think it's more you will take what you learned and the mistakes and then carry them through to the next life to make changes, learn from. Because I, I think that we're kind of ever-growing beings constantly learning through the past and into the present and going into the future. So it's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> so can you I mean, have you pulled these cards for yourself mm -mm, i have not yet <laughs> um one of my friends was going to do a past life reading for me very soon but we haven't done it yet so well you're gonna have to keep me posted on that <laughs> yeah I, I have some inklings of my own past lives i have some of my own experiences so i'm kind of curious to see what will come up when she does one for me but that is basically, so to recap, I think that you were born in Korea and you somehow migrated to Spain where you met your spouse. And I think that there was some sort of tragedy that happened on a larger scale, not, not necessarily um, sickness, but it could be, or it could just be the product of war or famine or, you know, that basically brought about the death of the death and the loss of your son. It's interesting because sometimes past life readings and past life regressions, they don't necessarily go into how you died, but maybe something that was detrimental in your life that shifted the course of everything that left a mark on your soul. Pretty right. Much. Cause I mean, to, 
you would think if you're a, a being that lives beyond death that the actual death of each incarnation wouldn't be that big of a deal to it mm -hmm. and wouldn't necessarily be the, the thing that it would always point to. So I, I do like that aspect of it. Yep. That, that makes sense to me. I mean, so many people assume that if they do past life regression, they're going to see how they died. And more often than not, you tend to go to an experience that sort of defined you. Right. So. Not many people are defined by their death, thankfully. <laughs> no. <laughs> Most are defined by something like this that would happen in their life, like losing a child or other things like that. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I okay. like that. Well, most, I think that a lot of people are defined by both loss and achievement. But <laughs> No, the interesting thing to me, though, is like, in, because in, in theory, you would have multiple past lives, right? Yes. So... How do we discern why the cards wanted to show us this one? That is an interesting question and one I don't honestly quite have an answer for. I think it's just... That might be one of those things that's just, you're better off not knowing. Or maybe it's just, this is what you needed to see right now. And that's as simple as it is. <laughs> it's cool. That's really it's cool. cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time I've tried this deck, so... This is really interesting. I would uh, be extremely interested to see what Mr. B's cards are, because that would be... I would... I think I would pay to see that, actually. I'm still maintaining the drag queen vibe. <laughs> you think he's a, <laughs> just a cross-dresser? Just a perpetual cross-dresser through all the lives. You work at brothels and <laughs> everything. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm getting an intuitive hit on. <laughs> Well, I'm really glad we didn't get any evidence that I was an armadillo, so... I don't I, see I'm, any armadillo evidence here. I don't see any... any. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I see nary hide nor hair of an armadillo <laughs> in these cards. I think we, I think we missed that, <clears throat> that assumption. <laughs> yes. Well, do you have any, uh, any final thoughts you want to impart uh, from this tarot experience? Um, well... I do want to mention the person that created this deck because tarot decks to me are a form of someone's artwork and their interpretation of a Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So this deck was created by um, Red Orchid Publishing. So you guys can find that on the website if, you're, if anyone's curious and is a tarot nerd like me. I'll, I'll put a link <laughs> up to it. Awesome. Um, I think it's important just to share someone else's artwork and their work. A lot of work goes into tarot decks. So. But the other thing is that... Um, you know, obviously past lives, we, we don't know for sure anything about any of this, but that's, I think the fun in it. And I think it's, I think it's interesting to have that mystery to life too, especially because we have had a lot of people, as we were talking about in the beginning, coming forward and saying that they've had these experiences and they've had these feelings and, you know, there's a, there's a lot to it. The same can be said for almost anything else there's yeah. a lot of people who've had experiences that can validate. And so when more and more people talk about it, the more that others come forward and talk about it more too. And I do think that these things exist in the same with a lot of paranormal stuff, as you know. So I think it's important for people to share that kind of stuff. So I, I, I do too, honestly, I would encourage your listeners if they do have experiences with past lives to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Like I, when you asked me about it, like, you know, do, do you ever have an, an inkling that um, 
that you had a specific past life or that you died a specific way. And I, I never really have, but I've heard so many stories of people who are convinced that they, that they have like, Oh, I, I died this way, or I was this person in a past life, whatever. And I'm sure some of them are just sort of saying it to say it, but I think some people genuinely believe it. And it's, you know, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's interesting. I don't think it's something that we can just completely disregard out of hand because it doesn't line up with general, you know, science and logic. It's just one of those interesting things that make life a little more interesting. Mm -hmm. And my, <clears throat> my thoughts on intuition, psychic abilities, the sixth sense, whatever you want to call it, basically it's just another trait that people have. Some people are more refined at it and others aren't. For instance, some people are fantastic at certain musical instruments and other people aren't musically inclined at all. Just, that would be but me. everybody has the base ability to do this sort of thing is what I personally believe. So, um, you know, that's another reason why you have some of these people who are telling you, I have these experiences and you're having other people who are like, I've never had an experience like that. That's right. basically what it is. Absolutely. <laughs> and and the other thing is, you know, I, I was reading an article a while ago about, um, it was from a medical journal. I was talking about um, how basically when you're, when you're dying, your brain dumps all of its um, like calming and um, and you know all of its dopamine and everything it literally just dumps it all into you to try and comfort you in your last moments and they believe that they've essentially solved the mystery of near-death experiences because your brain is is playing for you essentially like the most realistic movie of all time as you pass into the next life mm -hmm. and there was some comment like the it wasn't like shitting all over near-death experiences but it was just saying that this is a sort of a logical conclusion that we can kind of come to because of this study mm -hmm. and there were so many comments of, of just like honestly like asshole people just like oh i knew all those people are are crazy who say they've had a past life no one's ever ever been to heaven blah 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 it's like well i mean it if if the near-death experience is even if it is caused by your brain does that make it not real that's what i've always wondered too yeah it's <clears throat> i i feel like like reality is entirely created by your brain so i don't know i well, feel like that's a stupid argument to make and uh makes you look like kind of a big old dum-dum reality is basically your perception i guess you could look at it that way but the other thing is is that um Oh, crud. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brain crashed. I have, I have cursed you with my... <laughs> absent-minded list. My absent-mindedness. Oh, um, that's what it was. Uh, why is it that we always have to disprove everything? That's what I always have asked myself. And um, recently I was watching a video where um, two people that I follow on YouTube, um, one of them is a good friend of mine, they were doing a discussion about past lives and um, the guy that she was doing the video with had very articulately said that um, he does, he believes that science isn't just about disproving and somehow that is a concept that we have kind of put up on this pedestal that we constantly have to disprove everything to make it worthy, make it valid. And um, 
sometimes it's just about exploring, trying to figure out why something is the way that it is. And sometimes we won't be able to find out why something is the way that it is. Right. Well, and when you have things that are unexplained like that, I feel like there's a one major question that you should ask yourself. And the question is, is it hurting anybody? And if no, leave it the fuck alone. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if, if that's the case, if it's making anyone's life better and not making anyone's life worse, why, why are we wasting energy trying to tear it down? I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. But. Well, there are so many people who think, oh, delusion, delusion, delusion. But I've had many conversations with my therapist about this kind of stuff and she basically was like you know what as long as nothing is telling you to kill anybody it's it's fine <laughs> and i was like oh that's comforting cool thanks <laughs> on that note has it told you to kill anybody <laughs> oh no my. oh my god the only thing that I has fear told for my safety the only thing that has told me to kill anybody is my husband when i'm in the car with him <laughs> with his road rage. i i've i've <laughs> i've ridden in the car with your husband uh many a time i've feared for my life yes. <laughs> we love him just kidding <laughs> Doesn't change the fact that he's a very scary driver. He is a scary driver. He's he's a little bit better when the kids are in the car. But God, I hope so. I've never seen a human being flip off another human being more than driving in the car with him. You know, thankfully, when our children are in the car, it's very like muddled and like muttered under his breath. Just <laughs> <laughs> my dad was not like that. My dad, we we learned every swear word in the book from my. I remember. Uh, I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. I was, I must have been in like middle school or something, driving somewhere with my dad, and someone cut him off, and he goes, "You fuck stick," <laughs> and I, I thought fuck stick was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. Um, and see, that's what it is. That's that's what it is. Growing up in the '90s, you hear all the horrible, horrible swear words that come out of our fatherly figures' mouths. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, oh, don't say that in front of your kid, because then they're gonna go say it to your really religious in-laws and. That probably would be a really bad thing. <laughs> but like, I feel like that's not entirely true because we had that happen to us and we turned out pretty fucking awesome. So, <laughs> oh well, we're millennials though, so remember we are entitled dickbags. That's true. <laughs> we are incredibly entitled. Oh, but I don't think you want me to get political on your paranormal podcast. No, I don't. I don't think we have enough time <laughs> to cover that. So we're gonna put a stop to that. Yeah. Well, Dana, thank you so much for coming over and and reading these cards for me i i think it's i, I want to do this again because like i said i i have a feeling that this is like a slice of one life and i feel like there's more that we can that we can learn when the time is right about my past lives and i'm interested to do that sometimes so basically this is just one frame in the movie yes <clears throat> is exactly and there's a lot of frames in a movie mm -hmm. there's like 24 <laughs> of them every second or 60. Movies are 24. <laughs> Come on. Everyone knows that. Um, so anyways, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. um, and I will put up a, a link to this deck and to the you know the place where, where I got the deck from so everyone can take a look at it. And, uh, and my YouTube channel because I'm horrible at plugging myself. You are. <laughs> you remain horrible at plugging yourself because you waited until the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll 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 put a link to to your YouTube channel. Just t tell them what it's called. <clears throat> uh, it's called the Shadow Moon Witch, and 
Not to be confused with the H.P. Lovecraft story of the same name. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's definitely a, not. That's a joke. Or, you know, the wow reference that's hidden in there. <laughs> oh, that's not hidden. No. That's just there. No. But Nerd. I'm, okay, I, you'd think the giant tattoo on my leg for wow would be the giveaway there. Not the yes, <laughs> but the listeners can't, they can't hear they your can, tattoo. They can't so. hear my tattoo. But yes, you guys can check out my YouTube channel if you're interested in watching me ramble incessantly about all things divination, pagan, witchcraft related. Cause and pagan divination. And pagan divination. Don't, which, don't forget with that. Witchcraft. With witchcraft. <laughs> with witchcraft. <laughs> oh, all right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.